From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast of sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this old Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Uh, I got that. I'm back on that angry redhead, red ale. Absolutely love it. Moonsalt. Uh, today we have got our moonsalt over Ooh, here, moon brother. Nice. Yeah, they yeah. they they made the mistake today. of just sending us oh. <laughs> in. They made the mistake of sending us yeah. in alone to pick out our own beers. Usually they guide us. They're like, "Oh, take these, take these." But you give me a, I'm gonna pick my favorite, bro. You know, sorry about your inventory oh, yeah, issues. Always. You know. <laughs> uh. Anyway, today we have got our part one of our team previews for the season. We're starting out with the Metro Division. We've got the Hurricanes, the Blue Jackets, the Devils, and the Islanders. Uh, but before we do that, don't forget to check us out on Patreon and Twitch to support the show. How are you this week, buddy? Good, man. Um, we, you know, took a break last week. Uh, m- numerous reasons. Both of us are having to venture out into the cold, hard world of, uh, <laughs> of, 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 you know, people driving and stuff. You know, we got to check into go into an office and show badges to people you know harper never asked me once for my credentials uh when i (laughs) yeah uh, when i'm working at home so it makes it much easier so uh you know we took that break last week uh you know it's going brother yeah you know excited big brother's back we got a hundred day season this this go round yeah. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, I'll talk about it later, but I've been living up on them live feeds, bro. I, I you know, I wish <laughs> I, everything is going really great in my life because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm watching 17 other people's lives unfold, uh, at, <laughs> at, 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 uh, a near seven, eight hour a day clip, you know? So, uh, but, uh, how are you doing, man? <laughs> doing great. Uh, exhausted. Uh, you know, this new job, obviously, uh, get, uh, oh, wow, excuse me, uh, getting up early, uh, you know, got teaching, then I got football practice. So like today uh, I got up at five, got off at six, had to drive out here, uh, back home to do this. Then I've got to drive back to Murfreesboro this evening. Uh, so it's a lot. Our yard is looking rough cause, uh, you know, we've just been so busy, haven't had time to mow the yard. So right, right, gonna have right. to find time for that at some point. Uh, but yeah, no, but Hey, it's great. You know, uh, you know, I love what I'm doing. So, you know, super excited for this, um, quick fit check. Uh, I literally just walked in the door, didn't even throw on a hat. So I still have my strong and pretty t-shirt on that I wore. That's nice. I got, uh, I went with the, uh, went old school, bro. This is my McLovin shirt that says gangsters. What's up? You know, um, it was, you know, it was either McLovin or Muhammad. Uh, so uh, why would, why the fuck would it be between my, that and Muhammad? Uh, you know, I could quote that whole movie, uh, you know. All right. Got to get a glimpse of these warlocks. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So funny. So funny. 
Um, and then I got my, you know, college football season right around the bend. Um, so naturally it being right around the bend, I decided to go upward in, uh, or I guess downward into the Valley with my happy Valley hat. So, um, nice, nice. you know, can't, can't really rock a lot of other college football team gear during the college football season. You know, you got to rock that preseason just, uh, you know, not confuse anybody. Yeah. Um, but hey, let's uh let's go ahead and jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right, over the past two weeks a bunch has happened. Uh, Tarasenko to the Senators at one year, $5 million. Um, that's a, uh, you know, only one year, but I, I feel like that's a little overpaying for, uh, how old is he now? He's got to be, he's, he's getting uh, up there. I want to say, right? I want to say he's like 20, uh, maybe like 31. Let me see. Let but that being said, they, uh, no more to brink it. Uh, I think they've lost a couple of others. He is, he is 31. He's, he is yes. close to turning 32. Yeah, he's... Uh, so, I mean, old, but not not terribly old. And yeah. I think that $5 million sounds like a lot, but that's not really a huge contract these days. Um, so... Yeah. I mean, it would be a lot if... Us as thirty-one-year-olds were playing professional. If hockey, we were, if they, hey, he's not us. <laughs> if they paid, a, if they paid us five million dollars a year, Bobby, I personally will have to decline that offer. And you, know, that sounds crazy for me, right? But I don't want to work for an organization so poorly run that they're offering, <laughs> uh, that they're offering. Uh, we're we are about we're, we're getting Bernie Madoff. Okay, we're not getting any money. We're not. Yeah. We're, we're not as lucky as Bobby Bonilla, okay? Which, by the way, we missed Bobby Bonilla Day this year, and that saddens ah. me. My man, my man, uh, you know, is still to this day getting paid. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I just I don't know that I could do it, Bob. I'd be like, this is a scam. <laughs> this is you're scamming me. This is this check is gonna bounce, isn't it? It's gonna be like a a blank check situation. <laughs> Uh, but all right. So restricted free agent Jeremy Swayman locked up by the Bruins. I like that. I think that Me that too. is a solid uh, lockup for them. Um, goaltending uh, yeah. so hard to find. On to, oh yeah. Uh, and then moving on, Troy Terry signed seven year, forty nine million dollar contract with the Ducks. He was a free agent. I mean, that is. I mean, that's their future right there. That they just locked yeah, up. yeah. That, they had to had to do that. Um, you know, we kind of had some questions a couple of years ago. Was he going to be able to sustain this level of, uh, of what he was showing us? Uh, was it a flash in the pan or is he going to be that guy? Uh, I think that he cleared that up for us this past year, uh, and made it, made it an easy decision for the ducks to get what seems like a very team friendly deal, uh, on a guy, uh, seven at seven years. 49 million. So uh, I'm sure that that restricted free agency had a little bit to do with it. Uh, but Hey, good for them. That's a, that's a great signing for the, for the ducks that were, were rebuilding. Sure. Sure. 
Matt Dumba heads to the desert. He's heading to Arizona. Uh, Watch out for that Scottsdale Mafia, baby. Watch out for that Scottsdale Mafia. <laughs> Galchenyuk yeah. out there on the on the street oh. corner panhandling. <laughs> he ain't going to jump you when you come into town. <laughs> you have to assume that it is a fear of every player when they get a call from their agent being like, please don't be Arizona. Please don't be Arizona. Yeah. Oh, uh, going to Arizona. Well, and especially, and especially <laughs> with all the recent, you know, racial epithets thrown out by, uh, by Alex Galchenyuk, you know, he's just waiting around the corner. He's going to be just hurling racial threats at, at Matt Dumba. You're like, Hey, this is my team, buddy. This is, Hey, <laughs> get out of here. Hey, you, you get, you get the hell out of Scottsdale. <laughs> and Matt's like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Matt's gonna get sent down so he doesn't have I to tried. play in Arizona, dude. He's like, "What are you talking about, dude?" He's like, yeah. "I'm." He's like, "I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about go- going on a racist rant myself, dude. Like that was the co- that was the move, right?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Send me to El Paso." Right. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's where their farm team is, but if if he's like if the vibe is like their farm team would be in El Paso. He's like, "I'll be treated. I'll be treated better at." uh in the khl you know i just let me just go to the khl it'll it'll at least i won't uh at least i won't burn up you know the ice will be able to stay yeah Yeah. uh let's see uh alex staylock signs with the ducks one year eight hundred thousand dollars that's decent uh you know not that's uh you know he's got himself approve it uh, contract so excited to see where that goes yeah i mean it's more some it's some depth for him so uh and he's a guy that can can step in from time to time and have has had some had some very good games i think he, he when he had a a save that was in con- contendency contents contendency does that sound i mean if i would have kept going you probably wouldn't have questioned it right um and that was in contention yeah, now, i'm only questioning it now contention uh for for a <laughs> Uh, for a popa, so I mean, there's not really many things that he could do that would be a higher honor than that, Bob. So, uh, I, I don't want to say I don't want to say that his uh, his popa nomination is the reason that he got signed. I just won't. I just say that the timing the timing is very interesting, where. All of a sudden, he's in contention for one of these big time awards, and now, boom, the Ducks are like, "Hey, what are these guys seeing him? Let's bring him in, give him a shot." Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Bob, if you don't mind, I'll All take right. this first one is, yeah, take this yeah, one. Yeah, I, uh, I, a lot of journalists wouldn't, wouldn't do this, Bob. Uh, you know, the, a few months ago, I brought to you guys a story about Blake Martinez retiring from the NFL <laughs> so he could trade Pokemon cards full time. Well, we <laughs> have gotten to a point now where he has been banned on, uh, this, uh, this trading this trading website, I believe it's called uh, what is it? Uh, Whatnot. I've never utilized Whatnot. it, but but apparently it's a pretty big time thing where people sell stuff on streams. It's just combining everybody's favorite things of buying things and uh, 
and watching people stream on the internet. Um, so he apparently a big thing came out on Reddit and a big Pokemon guy on YouTube uh, was posting about how he was scamming people. And I was like, how do you, you know, how do you do that? Well, apparently he was like showing specific packs on the stream that he's selling or whatever, and then sending out a lower level pack. And yeah. uh, there's a whole lot. I, I, Bobby, I believe it or not, I actually read the article. I don't traditionally do that. But when I, <laughs> when I, when my journalistic integrity is on the line, I do a bit of reading uh, and mostly because it really wasn't that long of an article. Um, he, so (laughs) there's a whole lot of funny things in here about little things that he was doing and like he was scamming people on bets and stuff. And so he contacted whatnot after they banned him pretty quickly, uh, which seemed a a little, you know, wow, he must've, must've done something. Um, let me see. Trying to see where do you. Uh, no, I can't find the quote about what he said. Oh, yeah. Martinez said he had spoken with whatnot and explained his side of the story. I just want to say sorry to everybody that was out there. Uh, you have the right to feel the way you do because, you know, I know the optics across the board. I never wanted to make this feel like a scam. I never wanted to make uh, this feel any type of way. I didn't want to give any reason whatsoever. Okay, so I'm going to analyze that, Bob, and maybe it's just, uh, you know, it's somebody talking and it's kind of taken, he didn't write this. And so they're, they're transcribing what's being said. Maybe that's the case, but I never wanted to make this feel like a scam sentence. What do you mean? <laughs> like, what is that? It Mom, means it what was is a that? scam. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that. You don't say that about like, this is, you know, like this was a legitimate business or whatever you know yeah. like there's like the correct thing is this is not a scam he goes on to like he there was talking about like he's like let some people go or whatever so like again it doesn't help him that he didn't like be like hey i had this guy that was doing this and like i'm sorry and like whatnot has like refunded people it was like it was more like a, oh my gosh like this fall guy i can't believe he's doing it i never wanted it to feel like a scam i just i wanted you to feel like yeah. this was legitimate and that guy wasn't good at doing this. So, uh, very, yeah. the, very funny. The only worst, the only worst way he could have worded that was if he had been like, listen, think about my business as like an upside down piece of pizza <laughs> where <laughs> I'm up here. <laughs> there is, I mean, yeah, I never, he, he, he just admits it. <laughs> I never wanted to make this feel like a scam. Like, look, my, it, I did want it to be a scam, but the feeling you got from it, I didn't want it. I wanted it to be like microtransactions in Call of Duty, okay? And not like me scamming you, if that comes across okay. Well, you know, so so very, uh, so I'm sorry to all the people out there. Maybe I directed you to go look into Blake Martinez's pokemon card selling uh scam now but at that point i thought that this man was just like hey you've already made 28 million career dollars this is just a fun way for you to make a little extra money and which he was apparently doing very well at uh but i mean i guess it's when you say hey this is uh you know a mickey mantle card and then you send him you know 
and Alex Rodriguez, uh, you know, it's not the, you, you can win pretty easily <laughs> on that. So. Yeah. Uh, I like to think he was like doing that, but he, but he would get like, he would be, it would be a Mickey Mantle, but it's just like some dude named Mickey Mantle who like exactly. works at the, the, the deli down the street. Exactly. Like he, he, in his He's mind, like, I mean, it's I one said... of those, that, I didn't lie to you, you know, like I didn't want you to feel like you were scammed. You know? <laughs> oh, Blake. Oh, Blake. Uh, all right, Kareem Hunt uh, visited the Saints, uh, headed to visit Indianapolis. I super funny. I love Kareem Hunt, man. I mean, as a fantasy owner, I mean, he is he's been a lot, on a lot of my winning teams, been on a good bit of my losing teams as well. But I mean, his career. I hope he can find a home somewhere to end his career. Um, yeah, well, the Saints. I mean, it was all but. I think reports were coming out. He's signing at the saints and Indy calls at the last second was going to be offering more money. So kind of swept in and, and jumped, uh, jumped in front uh, of the line, which is not boding well for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, you know, uh, if he, if he decides not to sign, um, are they going to sign him? I have no idea, but, uh, the saints could use him with, with Alvin Kamara getting his three game suspension. Uh, they've got Jamal Williams there. They just drafted Kendry Miller. I also just drafted Kendry Miller in our, our, our dynasty draft. So if it were up to me, if, if the Saints uh, GM gives me a call, I'll say, you know what? We just got to let him go to Indy, boys. Uh, that's personally what I'm feeling. <laughs> and I uh, just think that's probably what's best for both of our teams uh, at this point. And we'll see. We'll see if, we'll see if, uh, if, if he listens to the podcast. Uh, if he doesn't sign with sure with do. the Saints, if he doesn't sign with the Saints, then we know we got listeners in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, the USA FIBA World Cup roster has been released. FIBA. Um, let's see. Uh, I think FIBA. What, why don't you talk a little bit about this one? Yeah, yeah. Just the uh, World Cup. It's not the... Uh, you know, usual suspects. We don't have our Durants and uh, you know, uh, that level of caliber players, but we do have uh, a few decent stars on there. Uh, but the full roster is Paolo Banchero for the Magic, Mikhail Bridges, uh, for the Nets, Jalen Brunson for the Knicks, Anthony Edwards, uh, probably the top prospect there, uh, for the Timberwolves, Tyrese Halliburton, Pacers, Josh Hart, Knicks. Brandon Ingram, Pelicans, Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Grizzlies, uh, Cam Johnson from the Nets, Walker Kessler from the Jazz, Bobby Portis from the Bucks, and Austin Reeves from the Lakers, coached by Steve Kerr. Uh, I mean, that's a could be a solid lineup. Uh, there was a little worry coming out of the that world because they some a story came out that that this team lost to a select team um, in their, in their scrimmages. But the select team was like other NBA players like Cade Cunningham and guys like that. Uh, and then they scrimmaged the next day and had uh, Anthony Edwards in the starting lineup. And then they won those scrimmages. It means nothing at this point, really um, with, with those pre level getting ready. This is a solid lineup. Uh, there's very, there's definitely some interesting things Steve Kerr can do uh, with it. So I'll be interested, interested to see how we can, how we can, uh, how we fare. 
the world though is uh you know this is definitely not the 92 you know time frame uh dream team time frame yeah uh, and level of our talent but also the world stage has gotten a lot better at basketball uh just overall yeah so i mean uh, so and obviously as as an american like yeah we always want to see the dream teams go out there but honestly as a sports fan yeah as a sports fan you want to see competitiveness and after like yeah we've had about 30 years of domination let's let's you know let's sit back a little bit let's take off foot off the gas one or two years and let's actually have some competitive wins uh, well and so this we is, can feel a little be, bit better to be fair and, then, and <laughs> to be fair this is the FIBA world cup and so we never send the you know dominant but to be fair to i'm gonna go against that statement bobby and say that basketball is the one sport where just watching one team absolutely crush the other team is fine. If you if you are for the team that's crushed, because they're gonna be doing dopes that like you <laughs> when a team is crushing a team like that, then they get to do the dope stuff. That's the dopest part of basketball, right? Like, oh, I can throw it off the backboard, you know, like stuff like that. So I will disagree with that, Bob. I want to see, I want to see America crush everything every time i think that look the fiba world cup should be you know that we should pay kevin durant whatever he gets paid for the phoenix suns to be there you know what i'm saying that's my thought process on it bob uh because you know you know what they say america's number one um and that's just a general saying not specific (laughs) to any one thing just that we generally are yeah i think that quote goes back to like julius caesar uh that it that's a common misconception. It was actually it was actually his nephew, <laughs> Octavian. Uh he actually said ah. it. Uh but he it was a sentiment attributed to his uncle Julius Caesar. Yeah. I actually saw that in the yeah. TV Old show Oliver. I saw that that in the TV show Rome um for, on HBO. <laughs> so uh yeah. They were like Rome do all you can do for Rome but only because you're not American, I think is the full translated quote. Uh, don't yeah. quote, don't and I think he like said that and he, he was at like, he, yeah, he was at a chariot race and he got a little bit too much wine in them. He got in a fight. He was like, I'm sorry. I thought uh, this was America. So and they had to he was let like, him know like, Hey, actually sorry. it's not yet. It's sorry. not. Sorry. But well, <laughs> we, and we not, can see why you thought that. Well, but not yet, but also not ever. It'll probably just stay Italy. Um, for, <laughs> forever but you could but but think about this you can imagine if it was america no yeah no, love, the, love the spirit <laughs> love the spirit ollie <laughs> uh, all right uh all right phew we are safe Bijan robinson listed as the number three guy on the depth chart in hot Atlanta. um <laughs> projections still have him as uh on opening night being the number one running back but the first uh depth chart out of training camp has him listed as number Keeping in mind that this is the depth chart we got last year with Tyler Algier, that was like eighth on the depth chart uh, and ended up being like a almost fifteen hundred yard runner and everything. So, um, as much yeah. as as much as I would like to say that Hunter uh, made the dumb pick and took Bijan number one overall and it's going to fail spectacularly, I would imagine that the number eight overall pick. Uh, in the NFL draft, probably makes an appearance or two on opening day. Uh, 
as you said, Bob. Uh, that's the that's the projection, huh? Yeah. I uh, think that he'll maybe beat out Cordero Patterson, <laughs> a man who spent most of his life as a receiver. So, um, but honestly, man, I, I got to be on Cordero Patterson. Is, oh, he killer. He's an athlete. And he is a weirdly underrated. Yeah, I He's remember when athlete. I went to the Washington Atlanta game and got to see him. Seeing him in person, he is so much faster. And like, you know, Tyreek Hill is a speed demon. But you know when he's well, running, he's like, taller. He's like he's he like caught up. Well, he's like he's like three or four inches taller than your average running back. You know what I'm saying? Because he was a receiver, and yeah. So like, yeah, he is yeah. dominant. He's a dominant athlete for sure. Uh, he will definitely not be left by the wayside because of his. It, Cordell Patterson's that guy you like love to have on your football team. You know, he may not end up being a great fantasy guy yeah. this year for us, but he's going to be a great football player edition there's so many of those guys out there that can help a team win football games that just can't get the volume or can't get the levels you know that that are needed in fantasy that doesn't at all make yeah. them not useful uh, i think that he'll have a decent level of, of yeah. production yeah. anyway though uh, i think that even oh, behind sure, Bijan, yeah. in my opinion uh patterson is like the yeah patterson is like the pablo sanchez of the nfl he is in any position you put him in, he's going to Dominant. succeed. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Pablo Sanchez is a is uh, a tough sell. <laughs> um. With that said, we have thirty days until the start of the best sports season, uh, and that is NFL season. I'm excited. Uh, fantasy football's gearing up. My Sundays are about to be booked off, and I cannot wait. To have my eight hours of uninterrupted football, um, oh, yeah. So we're, we're gonna, you know, as we get closer, we're gonna be, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, guys. Uh, obviously, we'll talk more about that as we get closer. Um, but let's jump into our main topic of the day. We're talking Metro Division. This is part one. We're talking the Hurricanes, the Blue Jackets, the Devils, and the Islanders. So let's start off on the top with the Carolina Hurricanes. Last season. At 113 points with a record of 52, 21, and 9. They finished first in the Metro Division. Um, I'm excited to see where they go. Uh, I think this is, you know, they lost in the conference finals 4-0 to the Florida Panthers. Uh, I think this team is a lock for the postseason. Yeah. I think they make it back to the conference finals. I think this is a team that it, it, they, their window is far from over. Yeah, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, some of the articles I pulled looking, uh, you know, looking for, for stuff on the, the Metro and upcoming year. Uh, Metro's gotten better pretty much top to bottom for, for the most part. But but speaking on the Hurricanes, Dmitry Orlov on a two-year deal, Michael Bunting on a three-year deal, uh, your favorite player coming back, uh, Tony D'Angelo. Resigned Ronta, uh, Frederick, and Frederick Anderson, uh, and then Brandon Lemieux to a one-year deal. Uh, that is a solid set of additions. I'm not sure if I can find yeah. who they lost, but it doesn't seem like they uh, they lost a whole lot. Not many. and then uh, and then Andre Svechnikov. Hopefully, he's healthy for the 2023-2024 season. Uh, so uh, should be the favorites again for this division, not only making the playoffs, but possibly making a run at that President's Cup. 
Um, and yeah, I really like what they've, what they've done, what they've added, uh, hurricanes on point to repeat what they've done and hopefully push a little further in the playoffs. Uh, they, they haven't been able to get past that second round into that conference final level yet. Um, with, with Sebastian Ajo, uh, you'd like to be, you know, maybe a cup's not what they're, what they're, what they're going to be able to pull. Uh, but you'd like to see him make to that. Wait, what do you mean? They, they went to the, they, they went to the, they went to the conference final last year. That's right. That's right. And and they played, um, yeah, um, they, uh, they, they lost to Florida. Uh, they got swept by Florida. Yeah. Okay. There was the conference finals this past. The, Carolina, so you'd yeah. like to see him. You'd like to see him move past yes, the conference yeah. finals into the finals. Is uh, um, yeah. But got got swept there. Uh, you'd like to see him make that more of a competitive series. Uh, can't really get over the hump. Always going over, going in as that uh, as one of that top seed. Um, uh, and and got ran over by a by a, a tough Florida team this year. So. Definitely looking forward to seeing my boy Sebastian Ajo. They they locked him up uh, this off season as well. I believe is that oh, correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, they did, and it was a very it was very good contract. I think for both sides. Um, you know he's he's he made his bag. Uh, and now let's go to a team that we're probably not going to be as high on, and that is uh the Columbus Blue Jackets last year at a record of twenty five forty eight and nine at fifty nine points they finished bottom, uh last place in the Metro Division. Um, their goals against were thirty one out of thirty two. Uh, they uh, they had an absolute uh horrible um let's see uh. Their simple rating system uh, was last place. Their, uh, what is this? Their strength of schedule was the second to the, was, uh, was actually the easiest. Uh, I think that's what it means when it says first out of 32. I think greatest uh, and goals above, yeah. Wins. Okay, so yeah, they had the, they had what was considered the easiest schedule in the NHL and still were last in their division. Um, this is a team that has been struggling for a while. May I don't think this is a year that they turn things around. No, and and after signing Johnny Gaudreau, uh, you know, to a seven year deal, they did make some decent <clears throat> acquisitions, uh, in Ivan Provorov and uh, Damon Severson, uh, oh, you know, some defensemen over the off season, and then obviously they were going to have some center depth issues, and then Adam Fantilli falls to them third overall. I would imagine to see him play a, a little bit. So, yeah, not a team that I think we see to jump up there, but I do think we do. <clears throat> we see an improved team. They were they were bad, bad last year, winning 25 games. Uh, in, in a tough, you know, tough side of, uh, you know, tough division there, but you'd like to see them take a step forward. Um, Merzlikens was not what what they wanted from him uh but they had a bad a poor defense so you know bringing in guys like Provorov and, and Severson uh should at least help him to get back down uh to closer to that league average on, on that goals against uh personally is, is what I'm thinking yeah yeah um up next, we are going up the New Jersey Turnpike, and we are looking at the New Jersey Devils. 
at 52, 22, and 8 last season at 112 points. They finished second in the NHL in, in the Metropolitan Division. Um, I mean, this was a team a couple years ago. I think we both said this was a team that was making a comeback. And, man, they did the uh, the rebuild right. They are competitive. Um, they went. They made it to the second round where they lost to Carolina. Um, they beat the Rangers in the first. I mean, this is a team that has a lot of upside, and I'm very excited to see them over the next couple of years and how they continue to build on this. Um, they've got a lot of young talent. Uh, Jack Hughes was one point away from from hitting 100 points last season. Uh, Nico Hishier at 80 points. I mean, absolutely amazing. They had three three 30 goal scorers last year. And on top of that, we'll be adding another 34-goal, 73-point score in Tyler Toffoli uh, as well. Oh, yeah. uh, so a big move for them there, bringing in, bringing in Toffoli. They also brought in Colin Miller, signed Thomas Nosek to a one-year deal, Chris Turney to a one-year deal, and Eric Kalgren to a one-year deal as well. Uh, they are, are dangerous. They have uh, probably... Uh, Pound for pound, the most one of the most dangerous top six in the in the league right now. Uh, just overall, maybe they don't have that shining superstar um, like McKinnon or uh, you know Matthews, but just overall, these guys are getting it done as a as a complete group. Uh, I I think that this would be the one thing, the one team that messes with our easy Carolina Hurricanes win the division again um, discussion. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only thing that's keeping them back from me saying, oh, they will will 100% be a competitive against Carolina and, a, you know, is their goalie. I don't think – I think that's the big difference right now is Carolina has a goalie they can depend on. And yes. I just don't – uh, and I could, I, I think I would argue too. Wrong. I don't think Vitek Vanacek is the guy. I don't either. And I think that I would argue that I trust both of Carolina's goalies more than, than Vanacek uh, with, with Ronta sitting there yeah. uh, behind Anderson. Um, so, so I do agree. While I, I do agree with that, it's very tough in the NFL. Once you get to that, that playoff level uh, to get, get NHL. ahead, get a, I mean, in, in a NFL. In a NHL level to get ahead uh, by being necessarily the biggest goal scoring team that doesn't always translate uh, yeah. into playoff hockey, and so that can be that can be dangerous for them. Um, so yeah, a very very astute point that the the goalie is definitely the the issue for them. It'll be good enough to get them in the playoffs, and but will it be enough to get them over that hump? Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I will be excited to see come trade deadline what they do. If they make the right moves at trade deadline, we could be seeing a team. Honestly, we could be seeing New Jersey in the conference final if they do the trade deadline right. Um, I think they are. They they need to recognize that their window is open, and they need to be huge buyers at the deadline if they want to take advantage. Um, you can't. You know, this league is is has too much parity to just sit on your heels too often. Like when you, when your window's open, you've got to shoot for the stars right away. Um, next up, let's move into the Islanders. Uh, last season finished fourth in the Metro at 93 points uh, with 42, 31 and nine. Uh, this was a very 
middle of the road team. Their goals for was they were 23, 23 out of 32. Their goals against, you know, they had some decent goal time. They were fifth. Uh, they, they had, uh, they allowed the fifth least amount of goals against at 222. Um, they lost in the first round to Carolina. Again, that Carolina team was good. Um, but, you know, they, they went six games with them. Uh, you know, and well, well, Bob's, Brock Nelson was really their biggest standout guy last season. Well, so what do you do when you, you know, didn't really advance in the playoffs when you're the Islanders? Well, there's one thing that Lou Lamarillo decided to do, and it was, let me check my notes here. Oh, that's right. He's yet to make an external addition to his roster. So it seems as though he feels <laughs> he feels he has the team that he needs uh, to compete. They did sign uh, Ilya Sorokin uh, to an eight-year extension. That's great. So it sounds like Ilya Sorokin will be able to make it to the playoffs and go out in the first round <laughs> uh, in a five-game series. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very. You know, it's and it's hard. I guess it's hard to get people to come there. But really, is it though? Uh, Matt Dumba just got just got brought into Arizona, so he went to Arizona. You're telling me you can't get uh, somebody to come move to Long Island? I find that to be. Uh, it just seems like, what are you doing? So, Islanders, I think missed the playoffs this year. Is going to be my thought process. I don't think the Penguins miss yeah. again and the Capitals miss again. Uh, I think that we see the Islanders miss. Yeah, um, I, I think I disagree with you on that one. But it all again, this is a team that is going to be very dependent on the trade deadline. They don't make a lot of moves. That one hundred percent, they're not making it to the playoffs. And if they do. The, the, I think they're a sure thing for first round elimination. But like, if we look at these numbers, it, you know, in six games, they played six playoff games. Their best player in the playoffs was Brock Nelson, with who had five points. That's not, I mean, five points in six games in the playoffs. That that you're not going to get anything done. Um, they need to get a big name up there. You know, I'm just none of these guys are guys that can lead a team to a Stanley Cup. And I don't know. This is a very lackluster team, and I feel like they're just kind of meandering in that mediocrity area. Yeah, and uh, Matt Barzal is a great hockey player that I just don't feel is the guy that wins you a cup. He's a guy. He's a great piece yeah. on a team that could help you win a cup. I I, I agree. They they you got to make you got to do something. You got to make a splash, or you got to do what Anaheim yeah. did and tear it down to the nubs. Uh, and let's start over. Let's give you know, let's give this another run. Get as many draft picks as we can. They have a they have a ton of of pieces there, and guys like Anders Lee and, and Matt Barzal and and you know, uh, Ilya Sorokin and Varlamov backing up backing up Sorokin. Uh, Brock Nelson, as you said, is a great you know two way forward there. Lots of of options and lots of guys and and lots of that people would pay you know pay assets for uh that kind of just collecting dust there in, in new york where if if you're right all you're arguing i'm guessing is not a run from the islanders in the playoffs just they will make it 
Uh, so, I mean, that's our best case scenario thought process is the Islanders yeah. make it to the playoff. And you can't be Lou Lamarillo and look at this roster. And, and think, that's only because think, I think Pittsburgh and Washington will blow it. Yeah, and, and you can't be Lou Lamarillo and look at this roster and say, well, this is bad enough to get me a lottery pick. You know, like this, because it's not, <laughs> and it's 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 not bad enough to get you a lottery pick, but it's not good enough to win you a, a Stanley Cup. So, like, that floundering is yeah. a is a is a is a tough thing to swallow as a as a fan base. Hundred percent. But all right, guys, that is part one of our Metro Division preview. We will cover the other teams next week. Let's move in though for our joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Alright, you found this one. Uh, hit us with it. Zoom orders workers back in the office. Which I mean, I guess I, I understand ooh, ooh, if <laughs> if only if only there was some groundbreaking company on the forefront of remote video technology. Well, I don't really know why it's our joke of the week, Bob. Let's move on. No, what a joke! Like you literally let like you are only <laughs> you are only a company of any any real large scale value at this point that's a household name because of work from home and like people staying home it's i mean it's a it's it's realistically what it is it's a it's a it's a uh, uh, a cheaper way to do a layoff because you know how many people that are oh i live in you know i live out of state or i don't live there or whatever that are now going to have to quit these jobs uh, and they don't have to lay them off or be the bad guys that people are just not going to come back in. But it's just an, it's just an absolute joke that, that the, that the real estate powers to be uh, and of commercial real estate are so strong that even zoom is not, uh, is not immune to having the the heavy thumb of middle management and and old executives say no, uh, I'm sure that there's like a vice president something somewhere that has zero idea what their company does. He has his assistant have to come on yeah. and turn on his email every morning. There's a less than zero percent chance that he zoom meetings. Or when he does, you know, he works from home and he, you know, just uh, he, he's got he's, he's such a high level thinker, though, Bob. He can't be constrained yeah. Yeah. by the constraints of, of peasants. You know what I'm saying? Of small little plebeian peons on the bottom rack whose only purpose is to fill the, de- the cubicles of this big office that he signed a lease to, you know, eight years ago, and they got to get their money's worth. So what a joke. I yeah. didn't read the article. I'm yeah. not gonna. And, um, I'm, I read through it. Um, there is, I would say about half of it makes sense. 
The other half doesn't make sense. The half that makes sense, okay, it's a technology company. They require, there are people who are required to come in and actually work on servers. There are people who in an emergency need to be on call. In those case people, servers go down, they need to actually be are hands already on. doing that. Right, those people are already doing that. That's what. That's the point. That's this hasn't yeah. been. Well, this hasn't yes. been run remotely yes. this whole time, and now they're like, "Hey, we really do need to get a guy down the server room." You know, he's been there. He's been showing well, up to so, work. <laughs> so what it, what it was was they had more people doing like hybrid, where like they would come in. Now I think what they were doing is they're having a lot of them now, per, like not like they're not permanently there, but like they're more often in case. Uh, server issues, and it looks like they they're are lying. bringing in about five percent of their company back. They're lying. No, they're definitely lying. <laughs> I'm only going off what we can see in the article. I'll yeah. bet you. I'll bet you they. Uh, I'll bet you they had. Uh, I'll bet you they've done like stock buybacks. Pretty recent. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> there's oh, yeah. like yes. Yeah. So I'm not saying you're defending yeah. them. It's lies. It's lies. If anything was required yeah. in person, they already had that. You know, like that was never. Yeah, hundred percent in question. Uh, let's move into what are you binging? Um, honestly, the last thing I actually watched was the premiere of Big Brother. I've had no time to watch really anything else. Um, I've been watching a couple YouTube videos to kind of help me, you know, get started teaching kind of, you know, you know, but that's about learning how to teach from Indian. I'm not working when I'm not coaching, learning how to teach from Indian kids, huh, Bob? How do I teach yeah, American yeah. social uh, studies? It's some Indian kid that's just telling you everything. <laughs> like your kids are gonna be knowledgeable as shit, bro. <laughs> Tell them everything that like that, that yeah. guy says says uh, to you, man. Yeah, that's the good thing about Zoom. I can just put him on the on the projector, and I'm you good. Just, to go. I have got a guest lecturer today, baby. <laughs> I, I'm pro- yeah, yeah. I I figured out how to middle management myself in education. You just, you're just paying. Pay, you're you're outsour uh, you're outsour but, you're outsourcing your teaching job. You're like I actually yeah. te- I actually teach at like four or five different schools. It's pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pay out pay out fifteen percent of you know it's uh, I pay out fifteen percent of my salary at each bro and I'm dude I'm got like I got like five health insurances you know like. <laughs> Health insurance, my health yeah. insurance. They, I don't even need that many. They fight over who gets to pay. It's sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it asks, do you have secondary health insurance? I like fill out third and fourth, you know. You're like insurance. secondary. Case. You're like, I've got, I've got quadruple primary, baby. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, uh, I got blue. I got like all five. It's like a power fist. I've got blue cross, blue shield, Cigna, you know. Insert other insurance companies yeah. here. I don't know other insurance companies. <laughs> Obamacare, you know, like everything, <laughs> dude. Just like that. Nah. Yeah. Uh, and so, okay. So for me, uh, Big Brother live feeds. You know, I live on Big Brother live feeds this time of year. Honestly, there was no one simultaneously more excited and upset when they announced that Big Brother would be a hundred days. Bro, we're gonna be working into like I it does. It sounds like I'm not even gonna be like around for Thanksgiving or anything. They're gonna be like, "Where's Brandon?" Be like, "Yeah, well, <laughs> he said something about like he's gotta watch his big brother or something." And people are gonna be like, "Oh no, he's just sitting at home <laughs> watching other people inside of a home." It's not. There's like four people there at this point. What is he even doing? <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, so Big Brother live feeds, but yeah. if it was a regular show, Stephanie's like, all he could say is expect the unexpected all day. Ste- it's all he can say now. Stephanie will be right there with me, dude. We are riding brains together. Like we'll be yeah. in separate rooms, watching separate cams, and yelling little ink. Like, oh, Jared said this. Like, you know, like it's really no big deal, but it's nice. It's like we're update. It's like we're we're ju- we're in the house with them. So, and like the other day, like. uh Felicia yeah. and America were sitting there and they were talking about the live feeds and like what would be being shown on the live feeds simultaneously while I'm making my lunch and watching the live feeds. It's just like a weird thing. Like, dude, there's sitting, no, there's like chilling in California right now. Yeah. I'm like at home making lunch and like they're there. It's just weird. Uh, but if I'm like talking a real show, uh, I actually started watching Homeland, dude. I don't know if you've seen that. Homeland is sick i I saw the first season a while back first season's great i'm like on like season i watched the first two seasons okay i think around season five they like completely take a weird turn and replace like the main actors and it becomes a different straight up different show. it's just like a different show like i'm gonna like jump as well i'm gonna like look up and it's just like oh like this is it's like the new season of my name is earl or something like what is this like it's jason <laughs> the hell jason yeah, it's bateman. actually part of it yeah. <laughs> it's jason bateman doing there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's actually that show actually is the what brings together the uh my name is earl and ozarks it's, it's the all multiverse the universe it's a multiverse and and actually bob that actually brings in the big brother scramble verse which shakes it all up, and oh. then boom, Jason Bateman on Big Brother confirmed. Yeah, well, just wait till like the season for like I think like three episodes from the uh, or three seasons from the end of Homeland. It's like a post credit scene, and you see JD and Turk JD. in the hospital, <laughs> and it brings in the Scrubs universe. It's season nine. <laughs> that's there's that's where they go on season nine. They come to Homeland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach Zach Braff left uh, because he got a he he became he, he's like I'm here I'm Homeland he's like they're like what like yeah it's me Mr Homeland I'm <laughs> and he he just yeah. pans off yeah this, nah, I'm just tone changed because he I'm just he was goofing. still yeah I'm just he was goofing, still getting just, bullied by janitor yeah just, <laughs> I'm I'm just goofing just new boots goofing just like a mixture of every TV show. <laughs> uh but all right let's move into what's snapping your stick bobby and brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks All right, so it took me less than 24 hours into my first official day, uh, and it became a shit show with people replying all. It is 2023, y'all. There is no reason to, A, hit reply all. There's also then, and honestly, I don't know which person's worse, the person who originally does the reply all or the person that or the next three you people mean, who do the reply all. You mean unnecessary all. You mean unnecessary reply alls. Like, hey, thanks everyone, or whatever. On yes. like a, okay. I was like, I utilize the reply all quite a bit because I don't like to individually email people things, Bobby, if I need multiple people to see it. 
I get yes. what you're saying. What I mean is when we get something that doesn't require an email back and it's just a, oh, thank you so much. Can't wait for this. And it's like, all right. And then you get someone then saying, hey, please don't hit reply all. But three people say but that. You said it. So yeah. now it's just like you, a shit show. Yeah, right. Like the, the, you, the people that said, hey, please don't hit reply all think that, oh, they're, you are our champion. Like, thank you so much for doing it again. Like that lady was done yeah. saying stuff. And now you have said extra stuff of which you don't have to look at because you were the one that sent it. But I now have to look at it. If you really wanted to, if they, if they didn't want to also be the center of attention, guess what they would do? They would reply to that person individually and not be part of the problem and be part of the solution. Hey, just as a future aside, don't reply all because we don't want to clog up people's email inboxes. Feel free to respond back to me or whatever. You know, that's how that's supposed to be handled. But when we have rogue vigilantes out there that are policing people's, you know, email etiquette, like, hey, you're part of the problem, Steve. So, yes, unnecessary reply alls um, (laughs) or people that don't know they're replying all. Uh, very much same category of people that don't know how to mute. It's been three years since the pandemic started. You've been on a meeting every day since then. Learn how to mute your mic. Um, oh, yeah. So mine is one that I'm like almost like 98% sure I've said before. But no courtesy wave when I let you merge in traffic, right? Just a... I mean, or Ooh. flip me off or something, yeah. dude. Show some acknowledgement that you know. Acknowledge me. That right, right. I would, I would prefer you to flip me off than just pretend like that space was there the whole time, because I will memorize your license plate and I will never let you in in traffic again. I may never get a chance to not let you in in traffic, <laughs> but I can be sure that I just have a blacklist that just pops up. I'm like, all right, boop. and I'm like, uh, I'm like Steve Buscemi in like in Billy Madison. And I'm just sitting there with my list of people, and I'm like, no, you're not merging today, Black Camry, CSX 232. (laughs) (laughs) You're done. You're dead to me. Uh, If I had a guy, I would pull, I would, if I had a guy, I would run your plates, dude. I would find out where you lived and your whole family, and then go and write you a strongly worded letter because this is not a threat of any kind. Uh, but all right, guys. Hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Uh, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Pucks Out Podcast. Uh, we'll see you all again next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.